Episode 107 of the Drive-By Podcast is on Tuesday edition. What's going on? Freeway Frank. Didn't think I would make it recording a podcast this evening because I either have one of two things. Number one, allergies. I can't tell because I've been on a sneezing fit all day off and on. It's probably allergies. And I feel like I have a bit of a head cold, but maybe that comes from the allergies. I don't know, right? Because um, you start to feel congested because of whatever the hell is going on in nature. Anyway, not 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 your problem, but it is late evening here, coming up to midnight before the podcast is uploaded. You get to download it, so thank you for being on the other side. This is inspired by a conversation that my wife had over the weekend. I was at a friend's house having um, a poker night with the boys, and she went over to some other friends of ours night. I had booked this when my wife was out of town. I I couldn't cancel. And I had an amazing night on Saturday night. She had an amazing night too, but without me, with friends of ours, and they were discussing this, okay? What you should never do at a person's house and what's okay. What you can get away with, depending on who you are, and things you should never even think of doing in somebody's house. There's a few things. Now, they didn't necessarily talk about all this stuff. This was inspired by... One of our friends having, uh, I guess, a niece that was babysitting for these people who lived close by in the neighborhood. And because she was babysitting and she was staying overnight at the person's house watching the kids, she basically said to her uncle, who knew these people, is it okay for her to take a shower before she heads to school in the morning? Like straight from there, would she be able to take a shower? And I think, and there was debate about this, and I think most people were in agreement that you shouldn't take a shower when you're babysitting. Now, here's what I have to say about this. If you're babysitting for a few hours in the evening, no. You shouldn't be taking a shower while you're supposed to be watching the kids, even if the kids fall asleep. There are things as a babysitter, especially when you're an of-age babysitter, you shouldn't have your boyfriend Come over, that's one thing. I would be against if I had kids and I had my babysitter and her boyfriend there. The most I would allow for is that babysitter to, you know, watch television, open my fridge, help themselves to my my pantry, get some food, whatever. But not take a shower the same night. However, this particular babysitter was staying overnight. And in the morning, she had to wake up and then head to school straight, I guess, from the house. If she was heading back home, then she should wait and go home and shower. But if she was heading straight to school, then she should be allowed to take a shower, right? She was staying there overnight, and she wants to be ready for for her school day. So that made total sense to me. So then it brought up a whole list of other things you should never do when you're at somebody's house. Now, here's the thing, and I, I might be, and this didn't, I, I don't think this came up, but now I added to their list and their conversation. I take it next level now on this podcast with things I've thought about. You should never take a dump at somebody's house. Now, listen, if you have to do a number two, then you got to do it. It's happened to me. I was at a friend's house recently, and during our poker night, 
This was months ago. I don't know why you apologize, but it, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you just go in there, and too bad. They see that you're away for quite a bit of time. The, 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 the jokes ensue after you come out, and it's like, yeah, okay, so I was taking a crap, okay? So we're human. That's what we do. What, your shit don't stink? It's, it, it happens. But if it's an emergency poop, then yes, but you shouldn't take, like, you shouldn't have a bowel movement just for the hell of it. You're at somebody's house, and it can wait. In other words, it's not a number three or four, which means worse than a poop. It's like a disaster. It's Montezuma's. Montezuma's, you have no choice. You have to go. I understand people who use my bathroom. Or they're staying here, obviously, overnight or for the weekend. Like, my friend, uh, one of my close friends comes here all the time. He's in town for a couple of days. He seems to always clog my bathroom. I don't know. So I basically have to remind him every time. Our guest room is in the basement. And it's a nice guest room. has its own bathroom. And I have to remind him, you know, as you're crapping, because you have endless poo coming out of your ass, apparently, um, and he's stuffed it before, and it's embarrassing. Like, just keep flushing as you're pooping. Just keep flushing. I have to do this. I have to remind him. Not everybody needs to be reminded. But if somebody's staying overnight, obviously, or for a weekend, or staying over, they can poop at your house. If they're there for two or three hours, unless it's an emergency poop, no one should be having a movement at your house. Save it for later when you get back to your house. But if it's an emergency, absolutely, you cannot hold your guest accountable or make your guest feel bad. I know people who make their guests feel bad. You're not taking a poop, are you? You can't do that. You can't do that. If they have to go, they have to go. Another thing is... If you're a housekeeper, if you're a cleaner, you're there to clean. Now, I remember a friend of mine having a camera. He used to have a camera that you could see his living room, his kitchen. And the housekeeper used to bring her kid. And the kid would start playing with things on his coffee table. This was before he got married and he was um, a bachelor. And I was like, dude, you got to speak to her. There's no way. He's like, Frank, what am I supposed to do? She has a kid. I, I don't care. When you're there to work, you don't bring your child to your job. And this is why I'm so against. People wonder, Frank, why don't you have a, a cleaning person? First of all, I hate the word, I have a cleaning lady. I have a cleaning lady. Like you're better. Like you, again, your shit don't stink. You can't. I have a cleaning lady. No, call them what they are. They're, uh, you know, I have a housekeeper or I have cleaning services. I have a cleaning lady. Like you're above cleaning your own crap. I hate that. Uh, that's why I can't, I can't, because cleaning, I'm sure there's good cleaners out there, but I hear, I hear it from everybody I know that has a housekeeper. They have to do a pre-clean, and I've talked about this on the podcast, before the housekeeper comes so that the housekeeper doesn't think they're dirty people. What, how does that make any sense? So I'm paying you, basically, and I'm going to help you clean so you don't think I'm a dirtbag. I don't, it, it boggles my mind. So reason number one right there. And then some people, a lot of people, give their housekeeper a key, a key to their home. I trust them. They've been cleaning for 10 years, this and that. Yeah, you trust them. I know somebody who has known somebody for 40 years. They went to high school together. And this person was working for them and stealing money at their business. And he found out, well, at least that was his side of the story. I believe him. But there's always two sides to the story, but let's say, in fact, this were the story. This is someone they've known for 40 years. So you don't think somebody, the caning lady, for four years, 10 years, doesn't have somebody else she could, you know, give that key to to come and raid your house? And I don't mean just raid your pantry. 
or take a shower. I mean, steal shit from your home. So this whole housekeeper thing, I get it if you have a massive home, but there's so many people that have housekeepers. They, they don't have a massive home. It, it, you have to have, in my opinion, a mansion or better. A mansion, meaning you couldn't even begin to clean your home. Now, I'm not going to brag. I have a pretty decent sized home. I don't have a cleaner. We clean it ourselves, my wife and I. And let me tell you, she, I had a housekeeper when I was growing up. Another one right there, right? We always had a cleaning lady. My wife doesn't sound like that. I'm talking about people who talk like that, but you know, since my wife has said it a couple of times, yeah, she had a cleaning lady too growing up. You know who my cleaning lady was? My mom. That's who my cleaning lady was. Forget the cleaning lady, the cleaning man. You never hear that. Whoever cleans your place, the cleaner should never have their kids there. Point for now, they're there to work. And when they're there to work, I guess because they're working in the house, if they're going to clean the toilet, they want to take a, a piss or a shit before that, go right ahead. You're going to clean it anyway, right? But it's a little bizarre. But anyway, the cleaner should not be taking a shower at your place. The cleaner should not have any members of their family or boyfriend, girlfriend there ever. Let's keep going. We had somebody working in our home a couple of years back, and the guy was working on, I don't know, you know, for maybe like not even, he wasn't even there for half an hour, didn't even ask us. Now, we've had people working in our home before, doing stuff around the house, there for two, three hours. If it's somebody who is renovating, you know, your home, somebody who's there working at your home for two or three hours, and, you know, they ask politely, of course, they ask to use the bathroom, they can use the bathroom, of course. But this particular guy was there not even half an hour, and he took it upon himself to use the bathroom. He didn't even ask myself or my wife, and my wife was pissed. She came over to me, she goes, he's in the bathroom. I'm like, okay, I guess he had to go. She goes, but aren't you supposed to ask, can I use the bathroom? Anyone we've ever had before in our home asked us, can we use the bathroom that was working there? This guy didn't. And then he went in, and then my, my wife was like eyeing the, from the corner. I don't know where she was. And then she's like, he, I didn't even hear him. He didn't even wash his hands. So then when, when he left, about 10 minutes later, we, we never signed up for what his uh, service was, by the way. He gave us an estimate, but never after that. My wife was like, forget this guy. And my wife went in with the Lysol wipes, <laughs> was wiping the doors, was wiping everything, cleaned everything clean the door handle because he didn't wash his hands. That's sick. Honestly, you're at somebody's house and you're working in somebody's house, do the right thing. Put the um, faucet on blast so they hear the water coming down. Wash your hands, rub your hands, make whatever noise you have to make so they know and ask for permission. Okay, you're not there to, uh, to use the bathroom and uh, make yourself something to eat. Doesn't work like that, no matter how nice the people are. Uh, how about somebody who's an outside worker? Okay, so somebody is working on your lawn or somebody's working outside. They're there for an entire day and they ask you to use the washroom. I get it. And I have no problem with having them use my washroom. But at the same time, most people and professionals working outdoors and working there for three or four hours, they, you know, they might go take a break, they might go get a coffee or lunch, and they'll leave, and then they'll go use a washroom at a restaurant that they go to. That's the more appropriate thing to do if you're outdoors, right? Because it's weird, unless you know the people or you know the people very well, to ask them if you could use their washroom, unless, once again... It's a total emergency, and you say it in a nice way, I really have to, I'm so sorry, I really have to use your washroom, whatever the case is, then I get it. But no outside workers should ever 
asked to use the bathroom in emergencies only. Another thing, since I'm wrapping this up, is uh, masturbation and sex. Why not? See, I added all this. I bet you the conversation never went this far, and they were having a blast talking about the first thing I mentioned, which was the babysitter taking a shower. But if I were there, I would have mentioned all these other things and added all these other things to it, which I'm sure didn't come up. And the masturbation and sex. Okay, well, if you're a single guy and you're staying over somebody's house and you have a guest room and you're you're staying there for a couple of days and uh, nature calls, whatever the case is, as long as you don't make a mess, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to tell people, now, I remember when I <laughs> when I had friends staying over and I was single, I'd say to them, you know, wherever I was, Toronto, Vancouver, I'd say to them, I don't care if you, if you, you know, pull the goalie, but if you do, uh, don't do it in the shower, it, which would probably be the best place to do it considering, right, everything is rinsing off. But I would say just don't do it in the shower and, uh, yeah, don't, uh, don't get it on anything, right? You joke around like that. If it's a couple staying over at your house, and they're a couple anyway, so what? They can't have sex in your guest room? Now, if they're close, see, mine is in the basement and it's far from everything. That's why we put our guest room downstairs because people, I want them to feel at home. And if they they want to go to the bathroom and take a number two, go right ahead. You want to have sex, go right ahead. You want to pull the goalie or pound the penguin, go right ahead. You could do whatever you want. I won't judge you. You could even use my bar before you do it. Uh, Just don't use my studio because you can't mess up anything on the console or else it won't sound. I won't sound as good as I sound right now. Hope I addressed all that stuff. The things you should never do at a person's house and what's okay to do. What can you probably get away with doing? Agree with me? Disagree with me? Uh, let me know. This one really kills me when I see people write this. And I, and I think I may have mentioned this before on my pod months and months ago. People that are heading into their birthday month you know, and, and announce it. Like I saw somebody on my Instagram saying, it's my birthday month. And they make the announcement to everybody. Okay. These are people who tell everybody it's their birthday. No, not their birthday, which by the way, I, I still think it's narcissistic. There are ways nowadays with social media, you could tell everybody it's your birthday. Just repost other people telling you happy birthday, but <laughs> which is still a little self-centered, but you could get away because it's away with it because it's indirect, right? Or on Facebook, I remember when I was on there and I'm not on there, it tells everybody when your birthday is, so then everybody wishes you a happy birthday. But I knew that was a whole bunch of bullshit because now that I'm on Instagram and no one knows it's my birthday anymore, I literally get 10 birthday messages. And back in the day, I used to get, no joke, like 5,000, okay? Because it's so easy to remember somebody's birthday when Facebook is telling you. But this person and many other people like this person, heading into my birthday month, then it's my birthday week. No, 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 no. It's not your birthday month. It's not your birthday week. It's it's your birthday, and it's one day, and no one cares it's your birthday, by the way, except for you. That's the thing. My friend Gary taught me this years and years ago when I had mentioned it once. I was really young. I think I was in my first or second year of radio, and I mentioned it was my birthday on, on the air, and he said to me, Frank, nobody gives a shit that it's your birthday, and from that day, I think I was 22, 23. I never mentioned it publicly again. He was right. Nobody cares it's your birthday besides you. Why? We all have one. Yeah, everybody likes their birthday. It's the, the one day of the year that's a, an extremely special day. It's the day you came out of you know your mom's vagina, and I have to say it that way because there's only one way 
that can happen even though people are disputing that in 2023 so it's not a month okay it's not a week so here we go my birthday year oh it's a year by the way it's, this is my birthday year people now I've, I've heard that one before too when you're turning 40 or when you're turning 30 or when you're turning 50 or 60 it's a whole year of celebration because it's it's a big one right no this is the time we live in now stop doing it nobody cares Speaking of which, my wife, already talking about her birthday, I thought this fad, I, I thought it was this thing in her because she was still young, but, but now it's like, you know, it's enough stuff. Is already talking about her birthday, and it's two and a half months away. Oh, she's going to say, it's not two and a half months, okay, close to two and a half months away, nine weeks away, and she's already mentioned it twice in the last three days you know, what we're going to do. And this year I want to do this. And this is, and I feel really, I feel bad for my wife because she's really into celebrating, of course, these life moments. She's always gone all out for me, for my big birthdays and all that. Not that this is necessarily a big birthday because it's not one of those decade birthdays, right? But she already told me ahead of time. So it's, I know for her, it's a big deal. See, for my wife, she always wants unwrap the present, and it's her birthday, and it's Christmas, and you're going to put something in the sock as well. It's like, how old are you? Anyway, don't want to throw her under the bus, but my wife, you know, belongs to that club that it's my birthday month week and all that stuff, but the only thing is my wife would never think of posting any of that shit on social media because that's not who she is, and that's what I, that's why I love her. She's not one of those people. Even though to me, she's she'll make my head explode with that stuff, reminding me that her birthday's coming up in 15 weeks. Okay, nine. This has to stop, and this drives me absolutely insane. Why is it when you use a checkout, it's the automated checkout, right? There's no cashier. And I hate grocery shopping to, to begin with. I, I It takes... I'm the type of guy, I know what I want, I go, I don't go grocery shopping with my wife anymore because it becomes, it's an event, right? You got to go through every aisle and all that. I like going, knowing exactly what I'm getting and then leaving. And one of the things, I've been using uh, store checkouts now, automatic checkouts, since I lived in Calgary. It's got to be like a good 13, 14 years that I use these because I don't want some acne zit popping kid that you know touches his nose his ass which i just saw the other day by the way somebody i happened to have a cashier at one of the stores i went to and this person was like literally digging in their ear and then and touching my creamer you know what i'm saying like it's it's a little too much so i like going to the automatic checkout been doing that for a long time but the thing the biggest pet peeve i'm sure you feel the same way do you want to donate you know, and before it was like, do you want to donate a dollar, two dollars? Now it starts at, now you see, do you want to donate? And it goes up to, I even saw it go as high as $10, $20 to end whatever it is. It could be um, whatever, legitimate cause, cancer, child hunger, whatever. But this is what drives me crazy. Now, look, inflation through the roof. Are groceries unrecognizable, the prices anymore? I don't know what the the hell I'm comparing prices to anymore. I used to go in there. I was a savvy shopper. Now I'm like, $8 for butter. Like, what's going on? So this billion-dollar corporation making all this money wants me to donate. No, no, I have an idea. How about you, since you have stores all across Canada, all across North America, all across, I don't know, the fucking planet, how about you donate to that cause and don't put your customers 
in that situation where they feel obliged to make a donation because they don't want to look bad. The good thing at the grocery checkout, right, is when the automatic one is you don't have to be embarrassed by a clerk, again, a clerk there, like judging you. Like, who are you to judge me after you've been scratching your ass for 10 minutes before I came waiting to check out my groceries? It's like now it's all over the automatic checkout. And if you don't watch what you're doing, there's so many questions at the end. You know, do you have your whatever points? Do you have this? Are you paying with the credit card? Oh, and they sneak in $10 right here. If you accidentally hit, hit it, that's it. You're done. It's already on your, on your card. Never happened to me, but I came close a couple of times. And then some people might say, really, you're that cheap. You can't give a dollar or two. No, I can't give a dollar or two based on principle. If somebody was outside with poppies and it's a veteran who fought for this country, people who laid their, their lives you know, on, on the grounds before us and protected our freedoms and all that, yeah, I'm going to give money to, I'm going to get a poppy, I'm going to, yeah, then okay. And you know what? Maybe I'll make a donation to the uh, Cancer Society, whatever it is, on my own. I don't need the grocery store who's making billions of dollars off selling what they're selling at now more inflated prices than ever asking me if i want to donate and even worse is when the cashier does it and then you feel hey, you make your customers feel like pos's after that you know like it's a, we feel bad because we won't give a dollar and then i have the high school kid you know judging me for not giving the extra dollar like honestly i need to feel this bad it doesn't matter that it's my own insecurity but the whole point is why stop doing it you donate the money to end child hunger corporation making a gazillion dollars. Thank you. Episode 107 of the Drive-By Podcast. <laughs> Let me get out of here because this was uh, very ranty. I, I could keep going on uh, millions of other uh, rants and in different directions. That's how much stuff I have ready to talk about. This planet is crazier than ever. This world is absolutely mental now. You can't even say that, by the way, anymore. If I was still working on the radio, you can't say mental. You can't say words like, here, I can say whatever I want till Bill C-11 kicks in, and then I won't be here anymore. But we'll worry about that when that happens. Thank you so much. Review or comment on Apple. Five-star this podcast if you can. The drive-by on Spotify, wherever you get it, whatever platform you're on. Check out all past episodes of The Drive-By with guests on YouTube. They're all up there. And I will have a big announcement regarding the future of this podcast coming up on the Thursday edition. You don't want to miss it. I'm Freeway Frank. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank.